welcome to Bitchbox episode tres. <laughs> me, me, me. Mm, let's hear it. What's on your mind this week, girl? Mm. You want me to go first? Sure. Are you sure? Uh, I think so. No, because I can go on forever. All right. You want me to go first? Go first. All right. So for me, this week, my bitch box is people who come to a complete stop in the road <laughs> when they see an ambulance coming in the opposite direction. direction. That is the key word there. Opposite. It fucking bothers me. Yeah. Because I'm to, I got somewhere to be. And I'll give you a story about it. So, do you know where, actually, I'm not going to say it. So, there's a road over by my house um, that's two lane. So, it's one lane this way, one lane this way. That's it. So, everybody just do what the fuck you're supposed to do and we're good. Uh-huh. We just flow. Go with the flow of traffic. So, like, it was like a piece in the road where we could see probably, like, mm, like, in between like a quarter to a half a mile down the road, just straight. Everybody could see a fire truck coming. It was so far away that it was literally in front of the traffic. So it's not like it was getting in our lane to go around traffic that uh-huh. was blocking it. Like you it, can clearly it, see. He that. could go 100 miles if he wanted to. 100 miles per hour. Nobody was in front of him. Why the fuck does this one bitch like three cars in front of me? Like, lock the brakes up, almost cause an accident. Oh, my God. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the bystander effect because everybody pulled over, too. And I'm like, why the fuck are we pulling over? Where is he going to go? Like, why is he going to all of a sudden need to drive? Like, we're not in England. Is he going to have to drive on this side of the road? Like, I don't understand the fuck. Is it like, is it the assumption that it's like a bus, like a school bus? Or like a funeral procession? Maybe. I end up. Just like I keep going because I'm not in his way. Well, girl, when I pass her, Miss she thing cussing you out, loses it, gets right up on my ass. No, for way. the whole rest of my way home, I'm talking about is within like inches of my bumper, and I'm like, girl, I promise you don't want to buy the ass end of this Lexus. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, okay. you don't, because <laughs> you, you know don't. how I feel about that uh-huh. car, girl. I will let you rear end me, and then I'll run off the road and hit a tree so I know it's totaled. Like, that's just where my mind is. So I'm just uh, looking to get clarification. Is that the assumption that you have to? S- I, the only time I would pull over like that is if, if if they're trying to get around people that are in front of them and they need to use my lane to pass people 100%. Like, that's a no brainer. But he's just cruising in his in his lane. And our lane There's, wants to come to a complete stop. I don't know why. Like, he would need to get over like, there would be no reason for him to need to get in our lane. None. No reason at all. That's, to be honest, that's the only thing that I can think of. Maybe you think it's a traffic law, like it is with the bus. If you see a bus stopping and they have a little yeah. stop sign out, you have to stop regardless on which side of the road you're on. Right? I guess. Well, yeah. Yes. To, right? to you, yes. But I'm saying I guess maybe that could be right. <sighs> It gets on my fucking nerves, though, because it's like you almost created a whole entire accident. To where we would have needed an ambulance. Because, honestly, you could tell by everybody's reaction. They're like, oh, shit, like, why? Like, they thought that she saw something that they didn't see. 
<laughs> really? And she was going to let you have it, girl. Oh, girl. Full she was road rage. She was so far on my bumper, girl. I could literally read her lips. She was dog walking me, bitch. What? Up one side and down the other. And I would have rolled my window and gave her uh, a nice little gesture. I did some crazy shit. What'd you do? What'd so, you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> so I saw her turning off into a neighborhood. Why did, did I lock her? the fucking brakes up? Oh. And I turned in front of the neighborhood. But like, I was in front of her, so I didn't know where she's going. So I'm just like cruising, waiting for her to like. No, you did figure out where she's going. I wasn't gonna do nothing, but I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna scare her. <laughs> I or, wasn't gonna do nothing. I wasn't gonna do nothing. But I'm like, I'm gonna scare the bitch. Like she stopped fucking with people. Yes, for like what? you were the one that was doing in some weird wrong. shit. You was doing weird shit. Stop fucking with people, and this won't happen. You scared this poor lady. Probably not. She was a big bitch. She looked was like she? she could like wear my ass out. But like. <laughs> Girl, go on about your goddamn day. Or don't almost cause an accident. Okay. And leave me the hell alone. So what's your bitch box for the week? What's got your biscuits boiling? <laughs> your ass twitching. What makes my ass twitch? What's making your ass twitch this week? People I want a good one. with children who yes. do not know oh. how to parent their children. Yeah, that's that a problem for me. results in me having to double or overly parent my child. Correct. Undoing everything I've taught my child. Correct. And here's the gag, though. We're not talking about, like, like it's one thing to, I don't even know what I'm trying to say because I don't have kids, but it's like, just be a fucking parent to your child. You're not hurting them by being a parent. To, you're actually hurting them by not being a by You're not parenting a, them a, a in this moment. Like this whole concept of like gentle parenting. Not here. I'm not here for that. That really makes my ass twitch. When, like, I, I guess I just need a good example, like a proven example of a gentle parenting success story. Right. Because all I'm getting is serial killer and Your kid the, is the, whole, the entire Gen, Gen Z generation yeah. not yeah. knowing how to fucking act in public or have act. how how to act in a place of employment how to have normal conversations with people not to be empathetic not to that's what i'm getting prime yeah. example of kind of like what we just talked about i feel like as a parent it's more than you just catering to your child's emotional needs and how they're feeling in that moment, fantastic. Address yeah. it. Like I 100% condone that. Cuz that's something maybe our parents didn't do. Mm-hmm. And not acknowledge our emotions, how we were feeling Correct. in that moment. You can do both. You though. can 100% <clears throat> do both. And you're you're like a perfect example of that. Like I've seen you do that. Girl. We you, you set the expectation. Okay? And when that expectation is not met, we're going to have a discussion about go- it. Okay. But if we've already had this discussion and you know you're wrong for doing it, it's ass whooping. There's nothing oh, to talk about. There's nothing to talk about because you now knew I know it was it's coming. And I told you it was coming <laughs> if you did it again. That is my motto. Like, <laughs> you know that. How many times have I told you that? And your children are fucking angels. How many times? And when have they're I told not, they get their ass popped. And we will sit down the first time. I don't expect you to do everything correctly the first time. Correct. That's my job as a parent is to teach you right yeah. from wrong. Right from wrong. <laughs> not just for you, but for the sake of. Of you being an adult, me allowing yeah. you to overstep boundaries from me allowing you as your mother to show your ass in public mm-hmm. and me to say, oh, little Johnny, just have your moment here in Fuck this fucking target. That. Not only 
Is I don't give me? a goddamn if we're standing in the uh, kitchen of our house. You're our not going to have this moment. You're not. Okay. Not like that. And I'm going to tell you why. 100% fine with you being emotional. Fine mm-hmm. with you being upset. Be that. But what you're not going to do is disregard everyone else involved Correct. in this situation. Cause a disruption. Cause a disruption for me. Because now I'm here. Strangers. I'm pissed. Now you got folks who can't shop in Target without being <laughs> distracted by you. Correct. The scene that you are causing for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. You can have your moment. We're going to have this moment in the bathroom. I'm going to separate yeah, you. We're going to step to the side. We're going to step to the side. I'm going to separate you from this situation. Allow you to have your moment. Be upset. Do whatever you need to do. You get five, ten minutes to have that. Mm-hmm. We're not finna sit in here for 30 minutes, an hour, none of that. You got five, 10, 15 minutes if I'm feeling generous. And to if have it's real your bad. Moment. If it's yeah. real bad. Have your moment. Calm down. Be whatever you need to do. Hoop, holler, but you're not going to hit. You're not going to be disrespectful. You're not going to sling toys off the the shelf boundaries boundaries be live in your moment have your feel your emotions but with boundaries boundaries that's my responsibility to teach you boundaries because when you're 16 17 18 years old you're in target you get pissed by yourself you can't go and start tearing this fucking target apart your ass will get locked up or shot or shot (laughs) being a little black boy you're gonna like it's gonna be a problem but what you are gonna do now that you're 17, 18, 19 years old, you remember my mom told me I can't show my fucking ass. Correct. I can be upset. It's fine for me to be upset within boundaries, within means. One like, thing nobody will ever be able to tell my children, should I have children, is you ain't got no home training. You're you going to fucking know they got some home training. Let me tell you that right goddamn now. I, I just, that really makes my ass itch i understand there's different (laughs) parenting styles but then there's also common decency courtesy and standard ass morals that people are not teaching their children with the excuse that it is gentle parenting and i am focusing on my child's wants and their needs you're doing you can still do that by creating a piece of shit human being. yeah and you can still do all of those things while also setting the expectation and having like a reaction yeah there's a bad behavior like there's consequences and it's like whether you want to do that as a parent whatever the world doesn't give a fuck about that there is going to be consequences there's going to be more no's than yeses you have to prepare them for that you're doing this at home with your one-year-old two-year-old three-year-old four-year-old he's five now he's going to go to school he's around other kids he he's around another woman another teacher who's supposed to be coaching and teaching him and she can't do that properly because she's not gentle parenting right. your child. And that's not what he's used to. So now, so now he's gonna pitch a fit. it's going to be a reality check for him. How frustrating Correct. do you think it's going to be for him now? Well, he, she, they, they don't know any better. They don't. Because so then they get frustrated. And, and it what creates, are they going to do? It creates a whole entire just trickle down snowball effect of issues. Level of chaos. But all of this shit started because of you. Boundaries. Boundaries. Gentle parenting, bullshit, boundaries, trash, boundaries, boundaries, <laughs> boundaries. And you, you said it before we recorded. We actually talked about this, and you made a good point. You said, "If you're acting like this in front of me, yeah, I don't even want to know how you're acting around when I'm not here around other people, baby." If you smacking you like your mama, girl, I told you, Miss Diane did not play that shit. If you're willing to curse around your mother, you're willing to. 
say reckless shit to your mother, call her all out of her name. Mm-hmm. You're being disrespectful, throwing stuff around your mother. Slamming doors. You go into school, you're 100% going to do that to this teacher Correct. standing at the front of the class. You're going to do worse. And I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned. I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be I damned. know you do be damned, girl. But I'm telling you, that's kind of just how I've always raised my kids. I'm going to allow you to mess up. I'm going to allow you to, you know, learn. But this first time around, maybe even the second time around. Yeah. We're going to correct it. I'm going to tell you what you did wrong. We're going to nip that shit in the We're going to nip it in the butt. And I'm going to tell you, next time this happens, it's not going to be this smooth. Right. Because now I know you know better. Now, now, you, I know now I've set the expectation the and expectation you know that there's consequences. Set. And I know you know how to handle this situation. I know you knew better. I know Correct. you knew not to do X, Y, and Z. So now it's not a matter of me just getting upset with you and wanting to whoop your ass. There's consequences to your yeah. actions. Agreed. Especially if you know better. You can't just act however you want, whenever you want. Could not agree more. Okay. <laughs> oh, that makes my ass twitch. I'm dealing with it now with some fast I can ass tell little you. preschooler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that because your blood pressure might Ooh, rise. And I can't have that right now. <laughs> Cannot have that right now. Well, you guys are in for a treat today because we have our first audio clip submission, which I'm fucking excited for. I want everybody to send these to our DMs Please. on Instagram because I love hearing your voices. I love hearing your accents. I love, <laughs> like, I feel like I get to know you better. And I think that's so cool. So our first submission this week is from a good OG friend of the pod, Justin. Hey, He sent us his bitch box via audio clip, and I'm going to plug it in now, and then we'll discuss. All right. So I feel like I have a lot of things in my life that annoy me. I feel like I'm just in a constant state of annoyance, actually. But this one has to be at the top. And I'm talking about those people that we all have in our lives. We all know them. Um, and it's it's that person that feels the need to one up you in every conversation that you have with them. So this usually takes place in a group setting. Uh, it's your turn. You have the floor and you're getting ready to tell your little life update. Um, and this person, they can't help themselves. They have to interrupt and they have to let everyone know that what you're currently talking about, they've already done it and they've done it better. So it's unacceptable, yes, but since we're the bigger person, we're just choosing to ignore it and we're just moving on with our story. So to make things worse, and and this is the part that really gets on my nerves, to make things worse, they have to make their struggles seem worse than anything we could ever be going through in life. Like how dare we even have the audacity to have problems of our own in the first place. So to give an example, um, I was telling a story about my nightly occurring sleep paralysis. And anyone that's, anyone that's gone through that, they, they know that it's a little traumatic. Okay, so, so this person with the most judgmental chuckle has, of course, has to chime in. And she goes, <laughs> wow, at least you're even able to fall asleep. I haven't been able to sleep for six months because of my baby. And then I just felt like saying, hold up, you're comparing your quote unquote perfect bundle of joy baby that you cannot shut up about to the dark shadowy hooded figure that I see floating in the corner of my room every night. And that's when I just, I realized like, I've had enough. These people have to stop. They need to be eradicated from every conversation. They just need to stop. And I think it's really just because they're, they might be scared that once it is their turn, um, people will just be completely uninterested. And that's usually what happens. So they're not wrong. 
But I would love your advice on how you guys deal with it. If you've ever dealt with it, if you have these people in your lives, um, would love to know your thoughts and opinions. But sorry, this was long. Um, I love you guys. I love the podcast. And I think that you're both doing an amazing job with it. All right. Bye. Oh, I love him. Same. A couple things. Hey, nightly? who told you to have a baby, bitch? That is not Wait, my problem. Pause, pause. Are we not going to acknowledge this nightly sleep paralysis? He said Bless he has it nightly, girl. His fucking heart. Could I not could do not it. Even imagine. Could not do it. Okay. He said that he sees a dark hooded figure, bitch, huh? every night. Could not do it. Okay, so I mean, where do we even start to dissect this, Mimi? I would say yes. I have encountered people like this. Yes, it for is sure. Fucking. Were we not just talking about? That Annoying. TikTok you just showed me? Where, which one? The wedding TikTok? Yes. <laughs> very that. It all stems from like these people just want to be like the center of attention. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I think he made a very, very good point when he said deep down, they know that when they speak, people are going to be uninterested. Yeah. So it's like you have to have some sort of build up, and some sort of interruption. Exaggerated. Yes. In degree the absolute nth degree <laughs> and i agree I, I think people like that should be eradicated they're a menace to society they're a menace to my mental health and i won't stand for it anymore i will not <laughs> i won't fucking stand for it so what do we do as they're talking do we just throw a xanax in their mouth like bing? i think we give them one of these like a finger like uh -huh. where it's almost touching their nose no, and no, i'm like no. oh i'm sorry bitch i was speaking no 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 <laughs> i like the xanax just what, what was that? Like a Pez bing. dispenser. Yeah, just, just bing. Drop it in there. Uh-huh. Make him shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, one thing like I've really been trying to teach myself uh -huh. is, Mimi, do you think I'm a bitch? Yeah. You can be honest. Absolutely. Would you say that if this were a three-course meal, okay. I'm in my appetizer era, my entree era, or my dessert era? You're in your entree era. For sure. Yes. And I think that's okay. 100%. So, like, I'll personally say That's that the if, best part. Yeah. I personally say that if you find yourself in this situation, call that shit out. Be For like, sure. hey, yeah. you're doing this again. <laughs> Rachel, you're doing it again. <laughs> Fucking stop. <laughs> but, yeah. Any final thoughts on that bitch box for the week? I feel so bad. I just can't get over this fucking sleep paralysis. <laughs> like that's I've seen and I heard people talk about that scary. Yeah. And he is. It's the, a real thing, girl. It's terrifying. He's the most perfect little person. And I can't I know. imagine like. Do you understand what happens when you have sleep paralysis? You see these shits and you can't move. You can't yeah. wake up. Your body you have, is still asleep, but your mind is awake. Or it's not in REM sleep or something. So it's like. Part hallucination, part like. You literally cannot move because your your body you can't feel anything. So it's like your your mind is awake, seeing things, but like you can't have a reaction to it. It's terrifying. That sounds horrible. And when he said that, that's just <laughs> I just envision just casually. Like, this, like he's like every night, every and you're night? like wait what? <laughs> every yeah, night. Girl. Well, thank you, Justin. That is grade A storytelling. That was fantastic, Justin. That we was a beginning, a middle, an end. We and a recap conclusion. Love that. <laughs> we need more of that. And bless your heart. Bless oh, your heart. I couldn't even. I'm sorry. I couldn't even focus <laughs> on your bitch box. You were hung up I on feel, that. Yes. Your face told it all. That's scary. I I love me some sleep. Like, I love sleep so much so that I hate waking my boys up. 
in the morning. Uh-huh. I hate waking anyone up out of their sleep. So him doing that, having to deal with that every single night just hurts my heart. Seriously, that's You should scary. send him thoughts and prayers. I send him thoughts and <laughs> prayers. I do. Like, oh, that bothers me. I'm sorry, Justin. All right. Who do you have on deck this week, Mimi? I got Miss Keisha. Part two, the sequel? The sequel. Oh, yeah, well, let's through. hear it. Come through, Keisha. So she She's, wrote Hold on, I'm sorry. She said, one time ain't enough, Hanny. Come through, Keisha. These bitches got to hear me again. Again. <laughs> Come through, Keisha. She messaged us on Instagram. Okay. And he, her bitch box is, it's tornado season here in Oklahoma. Okay. Ooh. Oklahoma. Oklahoma tornadoes hit different. It's scary, too. And maybe I'm just a scary-ass bitch because sleep paralysis, these tornadoes <laughs> just kind of already got me shook. So two weeks ago, an EF2 tornado touched down in the town that I work at while I was at work. At the hospital that I work at, we have people come in to watch the weather when there is a tornado watch and protocol is to call a code black when a tornado is close. Okay. So people come into the hospital to watch a tornado? Uh, I don't. Maybe she means like they have somebody on staff that like. To watch it to for watch them. To watch it, maybe. Like on their behalf. Yeah. Okay. That makes to where sense. if it gets like too close or something, they lock mm-hmm. it down. I don't know. My complaint is that the tornado touched down across the street from my hospital and there was never a cold black. Uh, Girl, what? That sounds Across the street? <laughs> what? <laughs> They never called a code black or anyone to tell us to take shelter. <gasps> How dare. How fucking dare they. We knew there was a tornado when we felt the vibration uh-uh. and the pressure change. You fucking lying. It may not seem like a big deal, but it's a hospital where staff are not able to stop taking care of patients to Correct. freak out about the weather. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Just uprooted trees, windshields uh- gone, and cars smashed with electrical poles. Uh, damn. It hurt. She in this. It was just very annoying. Girl, are you okay? <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? You remember on was it Friday after next that had um uh Cat Williams in it? Yes. Where he goes, where the fuck was your antennas <laughs> when this fucking tornado hit? Keisha, girl, are you okay? Clearly, because she messaged us, so we're thankful that she's fine. But a conversation needs to be had. More than a conversation, baby. We need to write a letter. <laughs> I need to speak I to the manager. I am a white woman in America. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been hurt. Almost. And what? Keisha. Okay. All right. That's crazy. Right. These bitch boxes is next level. Okay. Justin and his sleep, sleep paralysis. paralysis. Like actual physical um, physical ailments. <laughs> Keisha almost got swept away by a tornado. She because did. Because nobody called a cold black girl. Would have been news to her. Annoying. I'm writing a letter. Uh, send sis me your place. She, <laughs> hold on, sis says she knew it had happy. Yeah, when they felt the ground vibrate and the pressure change and the in the air. air. Pressure change. Uh uh-uh. uh It wasn't that big a deal. It was just you know uprooted trees. I want to know. Keisha. Was this person just on like lunch break or something? Who who's? <laughs> Aren't they supposed to have one of those? <laughs> like in the parking lot or something? Yes. What the fuck? And they ain't even tell nobody. I hope they don't still have a job. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> I hope not. Keisha's like, plot twist. It was me. And I was on dinner break. <laughs> Keisha, that's more than a bitch box, girl. You need to be speaking to HR. I was gonna say I was gonna say that's a um that's an anonymous tip or not anonymous, or at least we go to the news station with it. <laughs> okay. 
okay? Because that could have been your life, girl. We're going to make an example out of somebody. These Our bitch box uh, and their bitch box uh, <laughs> <laughs> are just not the same. They're on two different levels. For real. Good grief. I'm over here bitching about people um, not driving correctly. And they're like, oh, that's cute. Our actual lives were in danger. I almost got swept <laughs> away by a tornado. And like, that shit's not even funny. No, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> so moral of the story, keep Xanax in your pocket for overshares. Correct. Uh, Break check bitches who stop for ambulance. Uh-huh. That's me. Um, Contact HR when... The tornado you, guy doesn't do his job. When the tornado guy doesn't do their job. <laughs> and whoop your fucking kids. I think that is... This might be our best episode yet. That wraps up, bitch box, huh? That's enough for me. Hey. Bye. Bye.